0: Hello beautiful friends. Thank you for connecting. I'm very happy that you're here. And today I'll be talking about what is a testimony and what can we use it for? A testimony is a personal story. Our Christian testimony is a personal story about our relationship with God, and what do we use it for is to help other people to testify to give witness of jesus christ in our lives to other people and help them to say hey it's real it happened to me i was in so much trouble and it happened it helped me there are several examples in the bible i'm going to mention two of those and the first one is The Samaritan woman, that's in John chapter four. And the woman was in a well, and there. that's when Jesus went and asked her for water. And uh, he, he used the opportunity to talk to her about the water of life for eternal life that he was going to give her and she wouldn't be thirsty again. So she asked him that she wanted to have that water of eternal life. And uh, he also revealed himself as the Messiah to her. And he asked her to go and get her husband also. And she said, I don't have a husband. And Jesus responded, yes, you have said correctly because you had five husbands. And the one you have now is not your husband. She was marveled. She was like, oh, it's Jesus. It's, It's the Messiah. The Messiah. And he's telling me what everything I've done in my life. So she ran to her town and told everybody she's the first evangelist she told everybody she evangelized the people in her town that believed in Jesus because of what she had said then they went also and, and saw him and other people also believed because they saw the him. story of the Samaritan woman is in John chapter 4 I'm going to go to verses 7 through 10 first a woman of Samaria came to draw water Jesus said to her give me a drink for his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. When, then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God, And who it is who says to you, Give me a drink? You would have asked him, and he would have given given you living water. Then in verses 15 through 17, the woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst, nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband, and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband jesus said to her you have well said i have no husband for you have had five husbands and the one whom you know now have, have is not your husband in that you spoke truly in the verses 25 through 26 the woman said to him i know that messiah is coming who is called christ when he comes he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, "I who speak to you am He. I love this part. This is my favorite part because this is the first time Jesus reveals himself as the Messiah and the Samaritan woman had the honor to hear it from his own lips for the first time on earth. This is so beautiful. Then we go to verse 39 where she goes to tell her testimony in her town. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me all that I ever did. How beautiful this testimony. And this is so encouraging for us to share our testimony with other peoples so they can come to Jesus, come to God, and know that it doesn't matter what what wrong goes in our life. He will receive us. Um, the second example is the man that was demon-possessed, the one that was in the cemetery, and people would put chains to hold him, to strain him, and he broke them, so the demon was acting. on The demon would make him to cut himself, everything. It was very bad. Uh, so Jesus took these um, demons out, And this this, this is the one where the demons went to uh, the pigs, and the pigs drowned. The man that was uh, liberated from the demons wanted to be with Jesus, but Jesus asked him to go to his town and give testimony of what had happened to him. So that's another evangelist that Jesus sent in his time. In the story of the demon-possessed man and his testimony, this is in Mark chapter 5. I'm going to go... To verses two to three. And when he had come out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind him, not even with chains. Then in chapters 12:13, so all the demons begged him, saying, "Send us to the swine that we may enter them. And at one Jesus gave them permission then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine there were about two thousand and the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned in the sea then in chapters eighteen, nineteen, and when he got into the boat he who had been demon-possessed begged him that he might be with him however Jesus did not permit him But said to him, go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. This is so beautiful, the testimony Jesus said, go and give your testimony to the people, to your friends. Because Jesus knew that by his testimony, people would come to believe in him. I have my testimony too. And is I love it because I had many tears of pain and God transformed all those tears in tears of joy and laughter and love and I was so blessed and I am so blessed and loved by God and Jesus. I was born in Puerto Rico and um, I was um, raised listening to uh, the Bible stories. I would go to church. church, um, It was a Catholic church and there was, I love the Bible stories for children. My mom had bought like this, it was like an encyclopedia of 10 books. That was a very simplified version of the Bible stories. I read the whole thing, except the last book, book number 10, it was um, Revelation. I started it, I didn't finish it because at that time people would be like, oh, don't read Revelation, it's scary, but it, that was all, don't really true because at the book i was reading was a children's oriented so it was good to understand so i ended up reading revelation when i was an adult anyway and i'm thankful to god that i was able to to read it now but i was eight years old when i read all those um stories for children i, I loved it i knew God was already calling me i didn't understand exactly what was going on then um I learned a lot of religion, a lot of religion and rituals that were really man-made, not really sent by God, or they were not really in the Bible. And uh, one of those rituals uh, that were done in that church was to pray to saints, and that's pagan, that's paganism that was mixed in the the Roman church with uh, Emperor Constantine that some people... Mixed the paganism with the christianism so they wouldn't be killed because the emperor said the only religion is christianism otherwise you'd be dead so that was bad anyway that stayed up, up to today with with that religion um so the only way of salvation is through jesus jesus is is our lawyer when the devil comes to put a case against you the only one that can go to the court of heaven and say a word for you is Jesus. He is the only lawyer that we have. Um, With that said, he's the only one that can take the legal rights of of you by going to court when you pray to Jesus, not to saints, to Jesus only. I I got married very young at 20 years old. I had two sons, two beautiful sons that I love dearly. I went to college i studied chemistry a bachelor's degree in chemistry then um, i went to work in the pharmaceutical industry i went back to college got a master's degree in medicinal chemistry in pharmacy with a major in medicinal chemistry and i went back to work in the industry raising my kids and everything uh the time came when um uh bad things were happening in my marriage we were not sharing the same faith i would go to church to the catholic church even though there were rituals that you know were not Right, I still learned about God and, and knew Jesus. Um, so, but my ex-husband wouldn't like that. He didn't believe in Jesus at all um, and would reject that. I would, you know, what if I talked about Jesus? I could go to church, but if I talked about Jesus in the house, he didn't like that. Um, so, after that, our marriage ended in divorce. But before. I had my second child. I thought that probably there was, there were already problems, but I thought probably there was a way to get around and fix it, that a miracle was going to happen. Um, And one day I had a dream that I was laying on my bed and I could feel my left that Jesus was standing right there. It felt so real. And I I knew, I could sense, I could see like like from the waist down that it was Jesus. I knew it was him. And in my mind, I had done everything I needed to do. I went to college. I had a job. I had two kids. I was raising my kids. Um, Then, you know, eventually I will have grandkids. My life was done. I was like 32 years old. And in that dream, Jesus said, you are not done yet. And I was like, okay. Something's coming, but I'm going to be okay. About two years later is when our marriage finally collapsed, It ended in divorce. At that time is when I turned to God, and to learn, to learn about how to have an intimate relationship with him. Because before to me it was like rituals, like I knew God and I have this love, but it was like, there was like a barrier. Like it was like a theory. Like I didn't quite understand about God and Jesus. And after the divorce is when I really devoted, devoted, myself to understand and see what's going on. So I prayed and God heard my prayer. And uh, I had this, this co-worker that invited me to her church, it was a non-denominational church, and there I really learned about who God was and Jesus and, and accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I saved, baptized, and my life completely changed, it, it got like this relief and knowing that yes, God is my Father, my friend, He's like me one-on-one, uh, He's not far away in the space, He's right here with me. He's so. Um, one day, I was invited um, to a church by a friend, and I knew it was from God. I had never been in that other church. I was going to my church, but I received an invitation. I knew it was from God to visit, so I went and visit, and I didn't know anybody there, only the person that invited me. There was a pre at that time, and um, in my mind, I was asking God, God, what is my calling? In my mind, this is God and me. Nobody else knows about what I'm saying in my mind. When the preacher finished his, his um, part, he came to me and he said, I have a message to you, a message from God to you. The Lord says that your calling has to do with singing, preaching, evangelism, and building. He wants you to continue praying. I was like, wow, he answered me in less than an hour. This is awesome. I was like, wow. I asked the pastor lady in that church and I consult and everything. But, but bottom line, I had to keep praying. That was 15 years ago. Um, I continued um, at that time. Then later on, I bought my own house for me and my kids. I had a promotion in my job. I was living happily, uh, like, happily ever after. <laughs> anyway, so. And after that, that things started to happen in my house, like somebody was trying to enter and, and rob in my house. So I was like, you know, sometimes it happens in new neighborhoods. It was a new neighborhood, controlled access, but some, the controlled access was not yet finished, so, so anybody could come in. And that, that's very uh, controlled access, very common in, in the neighborhoods in Puerto Rico. Anyway. So uh, that one of those, the last time they tried, they actually went into the house and they actually like went into the rooms and they broke the alarm, which it, nobody, I mean, it's something that somebody knew. Somebody knew, somebody did research on how to enter my house and get the alarm without the alarm sending the signal to the company because it had a delay, so the person asked. Then later on during the police investigation, we, we learned things um, that, you know, we kind of had the suspect. However, the police couldn't get the exact evidence because the neighborhood had a camera and we were hoping that the car that entered was taken in the camera. It was the first house in the neighborhood, but at that time the wind had flipped the camera backwards. So when the neighbor went to check her camera, it had not videotaped anything of who had entered at that time, in the neighborhood. but God knew. So, and I, I wish the best for that person. I, I pray for that person. I want it, you know, to be saved and on all, and all. Anyway, so at that time, I cried out loud to God. I said, God, I need to get out of here for my safety. I prayed. I cried. It was a lot of tears. And I asked, God, please uh, get me out of here. And uh, if I may ask to have a job, similar job, similar salary or higher, to be able to sell my house, to have a moving package that buys my house, because at that time, pharmaceutical companies would have packages that would include buying your house, too, and everything. that i was able to sell my house to buy a house in the where i was going i was asking to move to the states in puerto rico is part of the united states it's a territory and i was asking to move to actual continental the state um united states and uh, i asked you know that that um i would have a, a rental car until i had my car from the moving that my move was all paid off and that i would find a good school a good church i ended up finding a very good church non-denominational and good schools. Actually, conclusion, God gave me everything, every one of those items I asked for and more. So I'm very, very, very thankful to God and blessed. 11 years later, he blessed me also with a very good husband, Tony Mangiabane. He's my my husband and um, we actually live now in Georgia. I work full time for pharmaceutical industry as a consultant. I work remotely from home and uh, four years ago, God then called me to continue studies and that's when he put in my heart to study Christian psychology and I did the doctor's degree in clinical Christian psychology. I finished this year, I got my uh, counseling Christian license also got ordained as an independent christian ministry with the national association of christian ministers of the united states i belong to the george georgia section uh, so we had that um ordination in june this year it was very beautiful so god himself has been directing my steps he said that he will direct my steps himself he doesn't want me to get distracted with the wrong teachings he is very jealous about what I do, every step that I take. I'm very thankful, I tell you my friend, those tears that you are having right now, if you're female or male, a husband or wife, believe me that God is counting all of them and He knows your pain. Keep praying to God and He will answer your prayer and He will turn those tears into joy, believe me, He will and you will give testimony to other people. Be blessed and have a good day.